0: Welcome to Pet Sitter Confessional. Today, we're brought to you by Time to Pet and the National Association of Professional Pet Sitters. Today, we're tackling a topic that comes up in business when we look to grow, expand, or just get better at business practices. CRMs. What are they and how do they work? And to answer those questions, plus a lot more, is Dom Hodgson. He's been on the show five times now, Dom, so welcome back. (laughs) But for those new listeners uh, who haven't been able to listen to those or for those who haven't listened in in a while, could you please uh, give us a little bit of update on on who you are and all that you do?
1: Yeah, absolutely, Colin. Thanks so much for uh, inviting me onto the show again. Um, It's always a pleasure. Uh, I always learn a lot from listening to you guys and talking to you guys. Uh, yeah. So if anybody hasn't heard of me, my name is Dom Hodgson. Uh, I'm known as the Pet Biz Whiz, and I am primarily a coach and consultant for service based pet business owners. Uh, I've been doing that since about 2017. And, uh, yeah, my mission really now is to help empower passionate pet professionals so they can change the world with their innovative, impactful, premium priced, you knew I was going to get that one in there, didn't you, Colin? Uh, pet businesses. Yeah, this is what I'm all about, is helping people to find the hidden money in their business uh, so they can make it easier to scale and, you know, effect real change. Because I know, because I've been one myself, I know pet business owners, I, I, that's what they're into, you know, they're into growing their business, they're into making money, but deep down, they're, they're super passionate. Mm-hmm.
0: And and you said a phrase there, find the hidden money in businesses. And I think that's so key because our businesses are a lot more valuable than a lot of us even think of because we're so focused on the passion for pets that the business aspect kind of comes
1: later or, or not at all for a lot of us. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I talk about, I talk about in business about there being like two engines in your business. So engine number one is all about getting eyes on the business, you know, like what can you do to, to get that attention, to get those first clients in the door? And there's a number of different things that we can do, and the CRM that we're going to talk about probably ties into that as well. Um, But the engine number two is really where all the easy money is in the business. You know, engine number two kicks in once you've got a customer. So how can you sell them more stuff? How can you upsell them to higher price products? How can you move them from you know being a a one service buyer to being a multiple service buyer or into continuity? How can you get referrals? How can you get testimonials? You mean? And all of these things we, we get in this mindset of like I need more clients. I need more clients when really, like I said, the hidden, easier money is to be made from your, from your existing client pool.
0: Yeah, because they're, they're already there, bought into your company. They, they're just kind of sitting there waiting. And so asking that question of, okay, in what other ways can I serve them uh, with, with services that, I, that would connect with me?
1: You hit the nail on the head. Yeah, we, we assume that everybody is already buying everything that they want from us. And if they wanted more, they would ask. And the fact is they don't. (laughs) And we have to, as marketers of the business, you know, and that's what you are. You are the marketer of your business always. There's lots of things you should outsource. And there may even be some aspects of the marketing that you, you might outsource. But really, if, you know, if you want to be in control of where your business goes, how successful you are, how much money you earn, you've got to really be in control of the marketing. And, um, and yeah, and that's how, that's how we, uh, that's how we do it. Yeah. Well,
0: so you said, we've said this word a couple of times now, CRM, it's well, not word, it's a couple letters. So <laughs> what, what the heck is a CRM? Uh, and, and what does that stand for?
1: Okay. So let me, let me, let me backtrack a little bit here. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to um, paint a kind of a picture of where most pet business owners sit, I think anyway, and I primarily had a, a dog walking business, a dog adventure business and did boarding too. So I'm, I was very much kind of in your world, you know, where where a lot of your listeners are right now. And I think uh, how I'm going to describe it is I'm going to use a dog analogy, Colin. OK, so I'm going <laughs> to ask, you know, do you have a, a show dog type website or do you have a service dog type website? and when it comes to pet business websites it's not uncommon to see uh, a lot of websites that they're just like a collection of you know pretty pictures and pixels that have lovely pictures of dogs and they, they make our our man smile or our, our relative smile when they see the website but what they fail to do they fail to do the, the crucial job of of generating sales generating results generating leads for the business okay and that's where if you have a like a fully optimized direct response lead type website that that's when you can have more of a service dog for the website you know something that is working for you you know like around the clock really you know um all the time even when you're in bed asleep or you're on holiday or you're taking time off or whatever it is, your website is working for you. You know, it is, it's, yeah, it's working for you. It's, it's warming people up. It's attracting the right kind of people. It's hopefully collecting their, their contact details. And it's, it's doing more than just being like a pretty placeholder for your website, you know, mm-hmm. for, for your business, I should say. Does that make sense?
0: It, it, it does, because I think that that's a, dis- a difference a lot of people have of, do I have a presence? Or is the presence actually doing something for me? Is it, cause that, that you mentioned a lot of stuff that are, that websites and this, this, this presence can have of it can attract people. It can guide them through a process. It can collect information. Maybe they can book. There's a lot of stuff that it can do versus something that we think, well, here's a website. It's got my name on it and it says my prices. So I'm done. Great. Let's on to the next thing.
1: Precisely. And, 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 you know, a a bunch of pet business owners, and I've been there myself back in the day when I didn't know, you know, about more sophisticated ways of marketing your business. They, they they might have a website and then after maybe two or three years, they get bored of the website. So then they get like a new version and really the change in the order of the pictures. You know they're changing, maybe it's the branding, they're changing the logo. But as regards effectiveness of actually gathering leads, the, all the stuff that we talked about before, nothing's really changed. And unless you're working with some kind of a, a website designer who really understands all this stuff in the stand marketing, um, they understand how important lead capture is, they're not going to be able to provide that for you. So th- there's a lot of, like I said, there's a lot of pretty pixel websites out there um which they might look great you know that you might think they look great from a um a man in the street point of view you know but as regards to as you know how effective is it at, at bringing in clients Capturing their details, funneling them essentially—you know—we hear a lot of talk about funnels these days, don't we? You know, Funnel, funneling them to, to make a decision, to book an appointment, to book a meet and greet. You know, how effective is it at doing that? And uh, yeah, and that's kind of so. That's kind of the, the background to where the sort of the CRM kind of comes in. And I so, what, think anyway, okay. <laughs> Well, so
0: what is does What is the what
1: is the the, the three letters actually mean? There, so, for- so it's it's customer relationship management, okay, really. And that kind of it's a bit of a mouthful, but it's if if you let's let's give another quick example. People understand a lot better. So so most people, when they talk about when they think about the communications that they're doing from their website in their online space, they probably have um, like a a MailChimp or maybe it's an Aweber account or something like that, you know, some kind of um, basic standard um, email collection uh, system, you know. And 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 those systems are they're they're great for when when you're just starting out. If all you're doing is is collecting some email addresses, you know. And and I had I used Aweber um for many many years. I think it was slightly more expensive than Mailchimp at the time. Um, but that but that did me for like a very 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 long time. However, when I started to add more services, when I started to add more. Uh, like avenues in the business, you know, more profit arms of the business, then that one email collection service didn't cut it anymore, you know, and needed something that enabled me to, like, store the data of the clients so I could see what they were interested in, what they were buying, what their challenges were, and I needed a way to be able to communicate with them in a segmented way, you know, because you shouldn't really be talking to somebody who's just discovered you and landed on your website. You shouldn't be talking to that person the same way as you talk to a client who's been on the books for five years. And you shouldn't be talking to that person the same way as you talk to maybe a lapsed client, you know? So we need to have, if and this, obviously this expands when you start, maybe if you start adding on you start selling products or maybe if you start adding on a grooming service or a walk-in service onto your business or a daycare or whatever, you know, all of this stuff can get really, really complicated if you don't have a this customer relationship um, management system. Uh, we recently
0: added wedding pet attendant services to our company, and sure. this has made me think a lot about that world of weddings because weddings are wild and they're weird and kind of price and expectations (laughs) just kind of go, they just disappear. You know, there's not a lot of, there's a lot of expectations that go into offering Hmm. a wedding service. And, And you're right. Now all of a sudden we're going, oh, right. Like I need to talk to these people. Actually, I need to talk to them differently and approach them in a different avenue than my dog walking clients, than my pet sitting clients, than my cat sitting clients. And I think that's as a business owner, but that's really hard to all of a sudden go, okay, oh no, like I have to now, like I have to think of these segments in my business and then I have to, to do something with those segments. And I guess that's really where this, the CRM is coming in, this managing those individual buckets of relationships that we have.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Hit the nail on the head. Great example with the, with the weddings, what you just said there. So, um, and, and I think, I think the example you're making is like, if, you know, if, if someone's, if someone is looking for a wedding chaperone for their dog, then then they like you said, they're in wedding mode, you know, they're in wedding mode, and like the that's the most important thing to them you know and they they so therefore they will they will likely choose someone to help them who is at least presenting themselves as being you know experienced in this area, and they've maybe' just got resources and testimonials and all this kind of thing as well, you know and and that's really that's true for weddings, that's probably true for everything you know a someone who wants cats sitting wants to know that they're buying into someone who you know, is knowledgeable and experienced when it comes to cat sitting and all these other different kinds of services as well. And when you – one of the sort of key – um one of the key attributes of having, like, a CRM system is you're able to set up, um like – almost like an onboarding sequence for each of these um different segments, services that you offer, you know? So let's say you had like a, let's say you you have like a wedding page, hopefully on your website, you know? So you have your wedding services page and you've got your, your big pain point at the top, you know, hey, are you, are you, are you, are you getting married? Do you want your dog there? Or are you worried about X, Y, Z, um you know, check our services and you've got testimonials and all this kind of thing on there. Then you might have, then you might have like a, Either maybe it's a free guide, Colin. That might be a good idea. You know, the five things that you uh, that you must do to ensure that you have a stress free um, day um, with your dog at your own wedding. You know, some something a little bit catchy in that. But I'm just pulling this. <laughs> I'm just pulling this out the air for now. Yeah. <laughs> so you might have a lead magnet on there, or you also might just have a contact form too. You know, and either way, once once someone's filled in those details, you want to be able to reply to them. And and hopefully take them some through some kind of a no like trust warm up sequence that demonstrates your expertise, that lets them know that they're in good hands so that they then invest in your services. You know, Mm. now imagine if you had that for each of the different services that you offer. You know, so you, so when someone lands on your cat page, they land on that, they read the stuff, they're interested, they put in their details, then you go through some kind of a cat um, onboarding sequence, you know. Same for your dog walking, same for your boarding, same for your wedding, same for whatever it is that you have to offer. Now you can see how kind of powerful it is to have this, it's almost like having a virtual assistant, isn't it, you know, because the emails are going out regularly, consistently, you know, at, at the right time and intervals that you require. Um and yeah, you're able to kind of drip feed information um to the prospect or to the client over over a certain period of time.
0: Are there are there we mentioned a couple email things with mailchimp and A Weber. What are some common or popular options or services that are available for this these days?
1: There's a there's a bunch of different ones. Um HubSpot, uh uh there's um mailer light, I think. There's infusion soft I've used for a lot of years. Um there are a bunch of um uh the crop cropping up now, there are a bunch of kind of pet specific ones too, you know. So they're they're leading a bit more into the into the pet niche, as you would imagine. Um I think they they vary in their kind of um complexity, you know. And like it, it's a big, it's a big step, you know, it's a fairly bigish step to go from what I was on Aweber once upon a time. Like I said, it was very similar to MailChimp, yeah. moving to infusion stuff. It was like a big step and it, it was a big step in, uh, in price as well. You know, I was going from spending like, I don't know, 30 $40 a month to spending, you know, two, 300, you know, but my business was at the stage, like I said, where it was kind of, It was a false economy for, for me to not do it, you know, because I I was like, I was spinning all these plates (laughs) and I'm trying to get this system to kind of do more than it's, than it's actually required, than it's built to do. You know what I mean? Um, so, so yeah, there's, there's a bunch of different options out there. I just want people to understand how much of a help this can be to your business, you know, to your, to setting you free. And and it all depends on kind of where your business is at too, because, you know, you can, I think you can probably get, now don't, these figures aren't kind of um set in stone, you know, this is just like my experience in my own business and, and hearing people talk, but, you know, you can, to me, you can build up to a, a fairly um decent amount of income, you know, 60, 70, maybe it's even pushing like a hundred K a year, like by yourself or with an assistant maybe, or, you know, one or two part-time assistants or something like that. And like, if you're premium priced and you're doing all these other things right in your marketing that that I always talk about, you know, but there's a stage in your business where and you guys will have experienced this, won't you in the last kind of couple of years you know where it's like it's going beyond that, you know, and if you try and do everything yourself, you can maybe push it a bit further, you know you might even be able to push it like another hundred k further, I don't know, but you'll be dying you know yeah. <laughs> you'll be you will you'll be absolutely dead on your feet you know trying to keep all these different communications going and you'll be dropping balls so i think anybody kind of you know who has is it six figures or they have six figures in their sights um or they or they push beyond that and they're they're you know you you've got momentum and you're aggressively growing to me this is like a no-brainer you know yeah well and i think that aspect of you know
0: how do you want to spend your time And then of going, okay, do I want to sit here and break out? Because you know, you can break out different mailing lists and move people there manually on your own, or try and shuffle them around and set up these things, or having it done for you. I I do think that is really important. And then there's the other aspect of because as a business owner, we think about this too of going, okay, I've got all these people who use me. I've got 700 clients. Maybe if you know, I've got a thousand people who use me throughout the year. But why do they use me? Right? Do they actually like my business? Or am I just the only option that they found? Are they, are they hesitant to use? How can I build or can I find a way to foster a better relationship with them? And I think that's really what this gets down to of going, I want to be better connected with my clients, whether that's showcasing my expertise, whether that's talking about things that are going on in the company so they feel more connected. But I have to target these little subgroups instead of just sending out these big, one-off blasts. Cause I know we've, we've done that before. And then it feels like, well, I talked about cats last week. So I guess this week I need to talk about dogs so that the dog people mm. don't feel left out. And then I got tired, right. <laughs> you just, but it's like, what if I could do all that at the same time? <laughs> mm,
1: mm, mm. And it gets kind of messy, doesn't it? Then, you know, you're not like you just said, you're not making best use of the, yeah, your, your relationship with your clients, you know, you're not, and, and, and there are going to be, you know, if you look at your customer data, there are going to be like, you know, you might, you you might do, you know, you might do 60% of your income is from sitting or, 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 you know, or or compared to last year, you might look at it and you might say, goodness, like cats has gone from like 10% to like 40% of our income now, you know? Well, guess what? (laughs) Like that needs more attention. You know what I mean? That, that's something that you can push a lot harder Um, and, yeah, you can create these communication channels inside inside the CRM system.
0: Have you heard of Time to Pet? Chrisanne from Raining Cats and Dogs has this to say. Becoming a Time to Pet client has been a game changer for us. We can give our pet services clients real-time cloud-based information they never imagined they'd be interested in. And most importantly, to me personally, I can better manage my company and look forward to more. And not a small thing. Time to Pet is responsive to my request for new features and modifications to existing ones. If you're looking for new pet sitting software, give Time to Pet a try. Listeners of our show can save fifty percent off your first three months by visiting timetopet.com/confession.
1: Can I kind of quickly go through? I'll go through another couple of um, like identifiers for. Um when you might feel like it's the right time for you to, to, to to move on to this. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Because again, the the CRM thing is it's, it's new for a lot of people and we think of it, Oh, that's a big business. That's big company thing. So it's just me. What, how do I know if it's a good fit or what are some signs that I, that I need to be looking for? Absolutely. Dom.
1: Perfect. Perfect. Cool. So, so, um, these are in no particular order, okay? But <laughs> you've touched upon it already, and, and it's a great point, so we'll start with that one, is like increasing complexity, okay? So as the business expands and it's offering a wider range of services or products as well, because I know some people uh, add products into the mix too, it gets more complex, you know? The, the the complexity of managing the customer relationships, sales pipelines, and coordinating all your marketing efforts and stuff, it, it, it's just if, – if it feel like it's getting too complex – this, it's probably time for you to think about this. <laughs> um, another one is your grow customer base. You mentioned like having 700 clients on the books, you know, if it's experiencing steady growth, and if you guys follow the kind of stuff that I teach in my books and the kind of stuff that Colin and Megan t- uh, share on this podcast, and they get the experts into, to share their wisdom as well. If you implement this stuff, you're going to start to see real, real growth in your business. And you, if you want that to continue, yeah, you, you'll probably at some point you're going to find it really challenging to to keep track of everything, you know, appointments and interactions, and you know, trying to use like a manual method and spreadsheets and everything else. I'm a huge fan of paper and ink, and I have notes scrawled all over my notice boards at the moment. But like, <laughs> if I had to run my entire business like that, forget it. You know, I forget. it just it wouldn't it wouldn't exist. It wouldn't be here. So the CRM kind of helps you to to centralize um, and, and streamline all of your, your different processes, you know? We, um, and you guys have had people on, you've talked about this and you've had guests on as well, you know, talking about um, creating processes and systems, Colin, for like your staffing and stuff, you know, like it's crucial, isn't it? Yeah, for, for safety and to make sure everyone knows what they're doing and to ensure that you are providing a, a consistent high level of service, you know, to enable you to kind of clone yourself we have all these processes and systems for the staff. Well, shouldn't we have it for the marketing too? Mm. You know, well, of course we should, you know, like you should, when people come into your world and they leave their contact details, they should, they should receive the perfect message from you, you know, that you've honed and crafted over the years and they should get it at the right time and everything. So, um, yeah, so that's another thing. Uh, if you find yourself running out of time, if you're spending a lot of time, um, on you know like administrative tasks, and I would add to that as well. If you're spending a lot of money on an admin, either a VA or or, or whoever else, to do a lot of administrative tasks that are repetitive, um, you should be automating those tasks. You know, I mean, by all means, get them off your plate <laughs> and give them to a VA. But it would make a lot more sense to automate a lot of these things. And then you can still have a VA, but they can be doing follow-up calls or sales calls or helping you, you know, put together stuff on Canva or whatever the hell else it is that you, that you need to do in your business, you know. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think to talk about staffing for a second as well, you know, once you – because another thing that the CRM does or another thing that you should consider – one of the reasons you should consider investing in a CRM – is to help you with the marketing side of things, which is something that people struggle with massively. You know, when you talk about gathering leads and making sales and what's your conversions and all these different kinds of things, you can create within a CRM, a really good CRM, you can create like a sales pipeline, you know, like a proper funnel. And it can be dead easy, you know, and you can do this for all of your different services as well and have, It automates Oh, don't let me forget to talk about AI in a minute, Colin, as well, because I know you guys have been hot on this topic, and there's a couple of things I want to share that will help with that as well. But from a staffing point of view, when it's just you in the business, you know, if you, let's say you you have a quiet month, you know, you have a really busy month, and then you have a quiet month, and you earn, you know, $1,000 less than you did last month, okay? When you're on your own, it's like, it's not the end of the world, you know, because you could, you know, probably things are going to pick up again next month. Um, and if they don't, there's stuff that you can do to do that, but it's only, it only affects you, which is still bad enough, but it only affects you. Once you start staffing and scaling your business, then you, well, as soon as you start staffing your business, then you're in the staffing game, like for life, aren't you? You know, unless well, you decide to before- go. <laughs> Well, you are, aren't you? You know, people leave, you know, some people don't work out. Um, You know, some people want to go part time, all these different kinds of things, you know. And like, so once you start staffing, like you're in the staffing game, then you're almost having to do role in recruitment all of the time. Um, Well, when, because you, you're responsible, aren't you? You're responsible for paying the staff's wages and for... um Or fulfilling all the services that you've agreed to do, you know. So when you've sort of crossed that Rubicon and 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 you're in that you're in that game now, like it's a big deal if you earn you know a thousand or two thousand dollars less one month than you did last month, you know. And so you can't afford for that to happen. So once you start scaling, you really need to have like an an efficient effective sales f- process like a proper funnel that's attracting your ideal clients, warming them up, bringing them in you know and and, and making them book appointments with you so that you can you can have this like steady pipeline of clients all the time. Does that make sense?
0: It does. It references back to that other you know other engine you know, one of those two engines that you had. This helps drive that in an automated way of you're not having to sit there. And it really helps boost your efficiency and your productivity in that of going instead of you sitting down figuring out the five emails you need to send or how you're going to connect with these people, you can set that up into a system so that you know as you get clicks, as people sign up for for emails, you know things are going to go out. And as you mentioned earlier, too, like because it's happening in the system in the background, the email is always going to be spelled perfectly because it was already written, right? Like that's a big thing. I don't know if you're like me, where you send an email and then you look at the email and you go, wow, I didn't even spell my name right. That's amazing.
1: Cool. Hey, I know you're on my email list. You know, my spelling's terrible for my daily email. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's just looking going, okay how do I manage my time and how do I keep this engine running so that I can help my business continue to grow or maintain at the level? Cause we know we're going to have attrition of clients. They're going to move away. They're going to pass away. Finances are going to change, but we need to keep bringing them in into this. And so for, for, for the for the CRM is this is this something that you've you mentioned website does it uh, i'm i'm assuming it it takes information from you know email signups from website does it can it also or should they also be able to connect to if we have a software that we use to run our company is there any interplay between a CRM and our booking and scheduling software
1: yeah they um I, I believe a couple of people i've spoken to um have said uh that time to pet would have some kind of an api i think that that connects with other softwares and stuff so i think it it's good this is going to differ across the um across the sort of spectrum you know so but yeah but what i what i will say is the if what you want to think about it see there's lots and i've seen time to pet in action i was over the client in texas in genuine he used it as well fabulous bit of kit as are you know lots of other things that are out there as well <laughs> um but it, and and you can do a lot of communication in something like Time to Pets, just the same as you can do a lot of communication in something like QuickBooks, you know. But just because you can do that communication in there doesn't mean to say that's necessarily the best way to do it, you know. Especially for the front end of the business, Colin. Mm-hmm. So like for the this is the big thing, you know, is yeah. is creating this kind of this funnel, this pipeline, so that when someone lands on your website, which is you know the online portal into your business isn't it you know it's like the online real estate of your business your office if you like you know your digital office someone is turning up and actually walking through the front door as they would if they were coming into you know a static building that you would have you know well if someone came if someone came into a building someone came into my um you know my doggy daycare my groomers or my um dog walking office you know would i just sit behind the desk and let them wander around and look at the pictures on the wall and let them walk out again? No, I wouldn't is the answer. (laughs) I would get up and help them. You know, I would get up and help them and introduce them. And I would, get their contact details if I could, you know. I would say like, hey, you know, if you want to know more about what we do here, um, would you mind giving me your, your mailing address and I'll send you a prospectus in the post? Or would you mind giving me your email address and I'll send you some uh, testimonials and uh, a virtual tour of what we do on our dog walks or whatever, you know what I mean? Like that that's what I would do anyway. A lot of businesses out there would let the client walk back out again, but I certainly wouldn't. Well, if you think about your, your website like that, the front end of the website, that's what it's doing, isn't it? You know, that's what it should be doing anyway. It should be fully optimized so that it leads the website visitor to hopefully get in contact with us. Or if not that, then at the very least, give us their contact details so that we can follow up with them, position ourselves as an expert, warm them up, all these other things that stay top of mind so that when they are ready to buy, then, you know, we're the ones that, 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 that are there with the message, with the solution for them
0: allowing that conversation to continue, right? Because one of the worst things that we can have happen is somebody show up at our website and then disappear. And we need to find ways to continue having touch points with them. So we're going to try and grab that email for the CRM. Is it going to collect any other kind of data or do we need to give it any other data about our clients, um, you know, of other than an
1: email or things like that? No, well, yeah. So let's, um, Let's let's back up a little bit then, because there are now there are systems out there that um, and ours is one of them that enable you to um, gather the details and funnel people in, not just from the website, but also from your Facebook page, um, from your Instagram page. Um, We have this facility where it's like an all in one inbox almost, you know, where everything, all of these things, the, the client application forms and everything, texts the chat bot that they talk to on the homepage of the website, you know, all these things feed into like a central inbox, which then funnel them into hopefully taking some kind of an action, booking an appointment, Uh, you know, or fill in a contact form or something like that. So yeah, to answer your question, to your question about, um, the data, you know, it can be collecting data all along the way. You know, it can ask them for their name. They can give their name. Now we've got the name. It can ask them for their dog's name. They fill in the dog's name. Now we've got the dog's name, you know? (laughs) Well, with all of this information, you know, when's your dog's birthday? All these different things. And Mm. you should, you shouldn't require all of that information at the start there's a certain amount of information that you need in order to move the client along the customer journey. But then once they've actually paid your money and they want to, you know, use your services, then we can ask them for a whole ton more information that we can use to, you know, to help better structure the the services that we, that we're going to tell them about.
0: Now you said that phrase of, Oh, okay, well don't, Ask for all this stuff up front. How how do we make sure that we are using a CRM well? What would a well structured CRM process look like for our, for our businesses?
1: Well, quite simply, it should it should as it should be it should be fully optimized. You know, so the especially the homepage. You know, but all, all of your pages really they should be fully optimized to either a make a sale or you know get an appointment booked, a meet and greet. Uh, whatever you want to call it a consultation and if you can't do that then it should get their contact details you know so that you can then follow up with them so that's that that's like it sounds very simple (laughs) but in a nutshell that's like that's like really it you know that to me that is what a a working a working dog a service dog website should be doing for you it should be doing those two things and i'll just before we get into that We assume a lot as business owners. We assume a lot that isn't true. So we assume that people land on our website. They look around. They make a note of, you know, our contact details and then they'll, they'll come back and look at the website a number of times and then they'll get in contact with us. In reality, that doesn't really happen. You know, the, the, the inquiries that you get for your services today or tomorrow, or the next day, they come from the tiny percentage of people who visit your website who need your services right now, you know, mm. they've made that decision, or something bad's happened, they've had a change in circumstances at work, um, you know, their kid's gone off to college, you can't walk the dog anymore, they, they, they've got an emergency holiday plan, something, I need help, where can I go, I've heard about these guys, I'm getting in touch, Right, but that's a tiny percentage of the amount of people who who stumble across your website through the content that you're putting out there—blogs, articles, whatever it is, videos—you know—that's driving people to your website. Most people who come to your website come to the website. They might look around and think, "Oh, this looks interesting," and then they get a Facebook notification, or they get an email, or the dog's sick in the corner of the room, or their kid calls for them, or their phone rings, and then they shut it down and they never come back again. Mm. Yeah. So, wouldn't it be amazing? If you had a website that was optimized to start a conversation and get those people's contact details almost as soon as they were there
0: well and what 's really important now, I know a lot of changing client behavior with uh, uncertainty in the economy and people being more conservative about their finances the, the The length of time from discovery of solution to actually implementing a solution going with a company, is is, is slowly increasing right and so so we need to find ways to keep top of mind that 's a word that we hear a lot of oh market, so you can be top of mind well. Yeah, you know, if people found you once, kind of by happenstance or by a referral, right? They're going to have busy lives. So if we can find oh. a way, I, I love that. Have that conversation. Continue going. Continue to show up. Continue to say hi. Uh, it's it's because it's hard running a service based business. I, I look at people who run brick and mortar stores, and I'm like, oh, there's a there's a physical reminder of that store in the community. People drive by it every day. They see the signs. They see billboards. They they see what's going on there. And we kind of live in obscurity because we don't have that physical. Reminder. So finding ways to do that is really super critical for us and the kind of businesses
1: that we run. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And if you don't do that, see, and 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 if you're getting enough business from having the kind of website you've got now, great. You know, like this isn't you. You might not want to consider this even. You know, but if you if you're kind of bought into, and that's why I kind of rather than going to the mega technical aspects of a CRM, I'm trying to give people you know the bigger picture reasons why you should not just rethink having a crm you should maybe rethink how you kind of structure your whole online presence you know because it would be way more effective and you would be able to grow a lot faster and you'd have a much healthier pipeline if you had all these kind of things you know in place in your business
0: well and it's going to help you understand if you ask for things like you know, something we do uh is when people reach out to us they ask okay like how did you we ask how did you find it where did you come from? Uh, but so, it sounds like having a system where we're putting people into different buckets. Okay, the cat people are over here and the oh, wedding services oh. are here. Then you can see these little siloed sections and go, okay, all the cat people are finding me from this one rescue in the area. Okay, oh. I, need go, I need to go talk to those people. And the <laughs> wedding people, there's one wedding planner or two wedding plans. I need to go talk to those people. Oh, it helps oh. you see break out that data so it's not as confusing as well where you can go, okay, I have a much better handle on – How my business is operating out in the community uh, so that I can invest in those a little bit more as well.
1: Mm, For sure. And you can do it in real time as well. Mm. Yeah. So rather than, you know, just looking at your. Profit and loss account at the end of the quarter or maybe it's at the end of the year, you know, and saying like, hey, you know, we actually we sold quite a bit of cat stuff this year. You know, like we might want to do something about that, maybe. And then you forget about it. You know, instead of <laughs> instead of it being that kind of decision, instead, it's like, you know, you can see trends, you know, you can see things happening as they happen and then take um, actions to to capitalize on, on the growth that you haven't
0: yeah and it really does it really does help us in, in understanding our our clients better as a whole, but you know it's, it's it helps us it sounds like a, a CRM can help us understand both existing and potential clients
1: as well one of the things that kind of when you do direct response marketing and uh, the kind of marketing that I practice and in a lot of my clients' practice as well is you when you put a a really clearly targeted sometimes polarizing message out there you know so are you this kind of person suffering from this kind of problem and do you want to fix it in this amount of time then this article is for you or this then you've come to the right place you know and some people don't like that some people they find it a bit too salesy you know they find what what you're really doing is you're just speeding things up (laughs) because when you put a message like that out there Someone who does land on your website, who is suffering from that kind of problem, who is desperate for a solution and wants it fixed quickly, they're like, yeah, tell me more, you know? Hmm. Whereas people who land on the website and they're like, mm, you know, I'm not really sure about this. Uh, you know, why are they asking me all this information, whatever? And they go, well, that's great. Cause they probably, they were probably going to go anyway, you know, but you've just kind of speeded things up. So, um, yeah. And with all of the kind of really in-depth, uh, features that a, that a good CRM has, uh, you're able to uh, continue the conversation. You said it before, you know, to continue that conversation and, and to get people into a conversation much quicker, you know. We know that, I can't remember the exact stats for it, but we know that, uh, you know, when someone, if you have a missed call from someone or if someone leaves a, a message on your website or whatever, you know, if you can get on the phone with them, like really quickly after that point, the chances of you converting them to a client, they increase massively, you know, well, mm-hmm. um, you can't do that with if you don't have this kind of CRM system like this plugged into your business. Yeah.
0: Well, it's, that, that's a little bit about the con. I, I feel like that's kind of talking about the content that we pour into the system because it sounds like we could have the world's best funnel and the world's best steps, but if the language and the content that we're putting in there is garbage, we're not actually going to see a result from this.
1: For sure, yeah, for sure, and it's all kind of <laughs> it's all it's all interlinked. You know, so the if, if we talked about the two different kind of examples at the start about the different kind of websites that you can have, you know, a, a pretty picture pixel website that is a bit of a placeholder. Um, and that's it. That's all it really does. You know, it, it, there's no, there's no kind of system involved in the design of the website to help you to get more clients it's just like if someone feels like buying then they'll buy from you know so it's a bit of a wishy-washy website really you know well if you if you have a if you have a wishy-washy website you're probably being a little bit wishy-washy with other aspects of your marketing as well maybe not through choice maybe it's through you know a lack of education and knowledge and stuff and skills yeah um and we've all been there you know i didn't I didn't come out the womb knowing how to write copy and do emails and write newsletters and all these different kinds of things. I've had to learn how we're doing. It's weird. I Uh, I thought that was everybody. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's even it's true, Colin. No, it's not true. Um, um, Yeah, so so if you. To your point about you know the the message and stuff and the content that put on there, a hundred percent. You know, like you could and and you know you would you would make you would make a regular website better. You know, even if you didn't have a CRM system, you weren't collecting email addresses, you would make a regular website much better if you followed like a what Dan Kennedy calls PAS formula. You know, pain, agitate, solution. You know, so we are addressing people's pain points at the top. We're agitating them with some copy. We're presenting our service as a solution and then we're giving testimonials and stuff underneath to give us credibility. You know, you would change, you would increase conversions on a regular website just by doing that without adding emails or anything else. I think, I believe. However, if you do that and you have the CRM and you have the follow up and stuff. (laughs) You yeah. can see how we can exponentially kind of increase results.
0: Yeah, because it's that follow up that's really important. It's the it's the going. Okay, I can do. I can only do so much on a static web page. Once I walk them through that PAS system and down at the bottom they click sign up or, or get in contact, then I can take that email. I can put them into a series of of other emails they're going to send out over a period of time that are going to show them showcase more information, talk about the business that I can talk about things are because cat people are going to want to hear about cat things, right? They're not going to really want to care about how to detect heat stress in a dog on a walk. Like, they may, like if they're care about animals, they may want to do that, but it's not relevant to them. And so showering them with irrelevant information is not going to make them go, wow, this, this person's amazing. Cause they're going to go, well, all the, or like wedding people, again, I keep coming back to that. Like mm-hmm. they don't, they don't mm-hmm. really Great examples. Want, yeah, yeah, they don't want to know about <clears throat> the intricacies of scooping cat litter because they want their dog to show up at the wedding. So we need to be talking to them in that way, specifically and kind of segmenting them out so that we can make sure that they understand how we can help them.
1: I agree. And I, I, I take it a step further, actually, I, I think it will actually pay them off, you know, and it will oh. frustrate them, you know, that you are not talking to them about something that they, that they clearly need help with, you know? Um, so yeah, it's a bit like it's like it's interesting. But this interview is a good pretty good example of that, you know. Like we, we're I'm, we're trying to stick to the topic of CRMs, you know, and then other things are coming in like as we're talking about it, aren't they? Right. Naturally, do you know what I mean? Right. Just because it, it does, you know. And so we've talked about copy and we talked about how a website should be structured and all these different things. But like we're we're trying to stick to the topic of, of the CRM, but other these other things they are involved in this instance, but usually with the example that you give, those are the things you're talking about. They are, the, the, the cat client or the wedding client, they couldn't care less. You know, they don't care where the five best dog walks are in right. where, where you live. They don't care about you know dogs eating chocolate at Christmas. They don't care about any of that stuff. They just want to know about what can you do? How can how can you help me with this problem that I've got?
0: <laughs> right. Well, I I think that gets to a really tough problem in businesses where we we want to. Because something I, if you can maybe you can walk me through this, but we want to make sure people have a magical experience uh, in our businesses right I, I know you you wrote a book about disnifying your business, and that 's about this magical thing coming in and and sometimes that means that we need to surprise and delight them, which oh. can be we, we feel like okay well, I want to tell them everything about my business up front, which means there 's nothing left for them to experience so how how do we how do we use the CRM into this process and this funnel to? To to tell people about our business with while still making it kind of drool worthy and this kind of, have an anticipation about working with us.
1: Well, you you essentially drip feed them, you know. I mean, it ties in with the it ties in with the follow up point you make before. I, I'll, I'll very quickly, Colin, I'll very quickly tell my follow up story. I and mean, you oh. might have heard this, but I'll quickly tell my follow up story. When um, Beth and I, wife operations manager, we started working at the Empire Theatre at the same time. I was eighteen, I think she was twenty. And we were selling ice creams and uh we both what started working at exactly the same time. We got put on the upper circle together to work a shift together. And I thought she was hot stuff. Okay. So I, I was I was banging to her. I was laying on the, the DOM charm. I was telling jokes, I was, you know, showing off. And uh I, by the end of the shift I thought, you know what? Like th- this is going fantastically well. Little did I know, she thought I was a complete insert swear word here. Okay. <laughs> she was and she did, you know, she thought that for quite a quite a while as well. Oh. Um, so how, if that was the case, how, like 20 odd years later, why why are we still why are we together? We've got two kids, 10 chickens, which I know you love to hear about. I do. Thank um, <laughs> you. Two dogs. Uh how has this happened? Well, it happened because that wasn't the only interaction that we had. Mm. Yeah. We worked together for weeks, months, years after that, you know, and we gradually you know, I gradually wore her down. <laughs> I, I gra- you know, we, I gradually, we gradually found some her up, common right? ground, warmed her up. Yeah, sorry, that's what I meant to say. Um, <laughs> yeah, but no, but seriously, you know, like yeah. it, it, it's just it's follow up. You know, it's all these these follow ups, and and when you, when you have a system, and I guess this it's probably. It's probably more true for dog trainers, really. Dog trainers are the world's worst, the most guilty ones for, like, overloading their clients with information, you know? (laughs) Like, they're like, they want to share, like, everything that the client needs to know, like, right now. But I get to, to your point before, I guess... All of us probably do to some degree. And we want them to know about all these different things and they need to fill in all these different things and stuff. And it's overwhelming for a client, you know? So yeah, so that definitely this having this facility to like drip, drip, drip information, to give it in a steady way. Um, and and not it's not even really about the information that you give, although that is important. It's more about the continued touch points that you have with these people because you to the top of mind point you made earlier. You don't know when the person is ready to buy. We don't know. If we knew that, it would be brilliant. <laughs> you know when the people who are ready to buy now because they contact you. Okay, mm-hmm. everybody else, you don't know. You know that you don't know. It's it's that one day when the like I said, the job changes, or the dog runs away in the park, or he, he bites the postman, or. Uh, you know, or they, they adopt a cat, and then they realize they haven't got anybody to look after the cat, or or the husband says, "Will you marry me?" and he and the, and the future wife says, "Yes." These are the times when they need the decisions, when they're starting to make the decisions. And if you are if you are showing up regularly, if you have a system, if you have like a pre written system, or you have communications that you're sending out to all these different buckets in your business, then you are, you're going to be the one. You're going to be the one that's top of mind. Otherwise. They'll just, they'll just go and Google and they'll land on anybody's website, you know, and they'll say, Oh, this looks pretty much similar to the one I saw before. It must be them, you know, right. and, and, and this happens all the time, <laughs> especially with, I mean, your business is quite distinctive. Funky Bunch Mine, Pack Leader Dog Adventures. That's quite distinctive. A lot of people have business names that are very similar to other business names in their town. And, and so, you know, they don't know like Louis Pet Care from Susie's Pet Care from Jenny's Pet Care. They don't know. <laughs> they don't know the difference. They don't remember the difference, you know. They just they just want some pet care. But they will know if you're showing up in their inbox or via texts or via some offline marketing, like a newsletter or a postcard or a phone call even, you know, if you're showing up, which, which you can do once once you gather all these details. Yeah, realizing that I don't have just this one
0: chance to talk to them. And, and when, when I get, the, when I, they're in the system, whenever I get them to that point again with the, with the front, getting them funneled into getting their contact information, now I can really talk to them and realizing I, this is a true relationship and I can. St- tell them a little bit more and then a little bit more and a little bit more because we feel like, Oh, I've got to make this, this one social media post. I got to make sure that it has all the details and all the information that it has to stand alone, but breaking that out and going, no, it, it, it doesn't. Right. You can have a months long interaction with a potential client or even an existing client and, and, and nurture and foster that relationship and build that so that they continue to see more about your
1: company. For sure. Yeah. You hit the nail on the head there. Definitely. Yeah. Um, it's the it's the multiple follow-up opportunities. And that's like that's the game changer, you know? Because if you aren't if you don't have any of this kind of thing plugged into your business, um, then you're you're really practicing like hit and hope marketing, really. You're just you're kind of hoping that someone lands and they're in a, a place of sufficient pain that they're gonna phone you up. Or fill in those contact details, request an appointment, whatever you know. If you if you have a direct response um, system where you, you know you're putting them into some kind of a funnel, then like you said, you have multiple follow opportunities. And I can't remember the exact stats off the top of my head, Colin. But like we, we were taught this back in the day with Imperial Tobacco, you know. So I used to be a sales rep for Imperial Tobacco, and we used to have like I used to have like maybe 200 stores that we used to visit in a month. So I used to do like 10 a day or whatever it was to, to over the course of the month. And when we had a new brand, when we had a brand new brand that we were going to bring, that we brought out, I used to go to the my PITA clients, my pain in the butt clients, um, who I knew <laughs> were going to be a really difficult sell. I used to go to them straight away. You know, hmm. I didn't used to wait until the end of the sales cycle because I knew I was gonna to have to go back three, four, five, six times in order to get the brand in, you know. The mm-hmm. easy ones I'm gonna get no problem. And this is this is what this is true for everything, you know. Like I think it's something like, you know, one or two percent of sales are made on the first contact, and like, you know, five or six percent of sales are made after the you know, it's something like eighty percent of sales are made after the the fifth contact or something, you know. So the, and and like and, and that's an that's an inaccurate, but <laughs> well, you'll just have to take it at face value because I haven't got the exact stats in front of me. Sure. But that, That's an inaccurate, but that's an old stat as well. So like you said earlier, now with all the different media that people are being bombarded with, you know, and the, the level of trust that they have to build up before they invest in someone, especially for what we're selling, which is pet safety, you know, yeah. or it involves pet safety, their the, the prized furry friend, the, the, the need for this follow-up is is even more crucial. Did you know that the National
0: Association of Professional Pet Sitters, or NAPS, is the only national nonprofit professional pet sitting association dedicated to raising and abiding by industry standards? NAPS provides pet sitters with the tools and resources to own and operate successful pet sitting businesses. And one aspect of that is their annual conference. March 1st through 3rd, 2024, they will be having their Bloom and Grow Your Business conference in Savannah, Georgia. Their goal is to bring together industry leaders with session topics that are idea-focused and on a wide range of subjects to foster learning, inspiration, and provoke conversations that matter. Did you attend the 2023 conference? If so, enjoy a discounted rate through August 31st, 2023 of $170. Again, that's only good through August 31st. They do have an early bird registration through September 30th of 2023 which is $195 and their general registration is October 1st through February 19th of 2024 and that is $225. Visit the NAPS website at petsitters.org for information regarding the NAPS membership, certification and the complete conference details you've talked mentioned it a couple times uh coming up, but you've been working on something um i, I gather uh that that's pretty
1: exciting <laughs> yeah yeah, for sure yeah so i'll i'll give you i'll give you a little bit of background actually as well so um obviously i've been i've been coaching and and consulting since about twenty seventeen like i said I ended up doing that because i plugged all this stuff into my own business, you know, so I had email sequences, I had lead magnets, I had a failed online store, which we've talked about in the past as well. Um, I I wrote books, you know, I did, I did all these different things. I was doing podcasts, I was doing online and offline media and papering, all these different things. And it helped my business to grow hugely you know and it was a really successful business and then I ended up like I said I had the blip with the store and then had a really successful training business and an online training business and everything else and people were coming to me and saying you know how are you doing all this (laughs) why are you writing books (laughs) you know how do you do emails and stuff like that so that was kind of what led me to start teaching others about how to do this in their business and position me as like the go-to guy for all this kind of thing one of the big one of the big missing pieces of the puzzle really, for the last kind of five years, has been people come into my world, I tell them what's wrong with the business, I tell them, you know, where all the hidden money is, and then I tell them how to fix it. And then I kind of say, okay, now you need to go away and and figure out how to do all the technical stuff, <laughs> you know, <laughs> figure out the email um, provider and, and plug it into your business. And because I don't, I've never really had a preferred, like, website Supplier, you know, I've never really had a preferred CRM system, even though I've used certain ones for a long time. I haven't been like blown away with their, 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 their success, their capability, you know, that I felt like, um, referring them particularly to others you know and i could have had affiliate links for all kinds of things over the years you know and i just haven't because i only really believe you know how it works exactly. um, you know I, you but you want to well no we'll touch upon that then you know you genuine you guys are the same i know you are you push stuff you 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 use you know or you push stuff you believe in or you push stuff that you know um people other people use you know you've seen tangible results it's important to you isn't it
0: yeah it, it is because that helps helps you be able to talk from a place of confidence and security and knowing look i uh, if i you know pe- people can pay you to say a lot of things but they can't say you that you love and use it right so it's it's yeah. it's definitely a difference
1: <laughs> for sure yeah and and I, like i said i could have done the same thing i could have pushed a lot of stuff through affiliates and that and I, I on this side of things but i haven't um i haven't felt uh, yeah i haven't felt confident enough to do it uh in the product really so there's been a missing piece of the puzzle for me um is this like i know all about email and all about lead magnets all about copy and what a funnel looks like i know what your website should do but i haven't had this kind of technical thing however until now um so i've i've over the last kind of 6 months i connected um with a guy who has built all this stuff in his business. We've been plugging it into my business over the last kind of three months and it's working like a charm. And now we've got our own version of this um, to roll out to the, the pet business community, essentially. Yeah, it's our own like CRM and also website builder, the funnels, the all-in-one inbox, um, everything. Really, yeah. It's when we've I've called it is Suite. So now I'm able to help people with like the strategy. You know, this is what you should be doing, or you know, what are your goals? Where do you want to go? Okay, this is what you should be doing. Where's all the hidden money? And if you want more help with this, like we actually have our own system as well that you can take, that you can plug all of this into your business, and you know, it would. You buy in speed when you when you have the right tools, you know, you're able to get the job done a lot faster. Um, So yeah, so that's, so that's what we've got. Well, that's really
0: so it, it includes the website builder and everything's plugged in through the back end with with the pre built funnels and stuff.
1: Yeah, pre-built funnels, sales templates, all pet business specific as well. So what the what the kind of the magic of this is, and like I said, there's there's a few other systems and stuff floating out about there as well. What the what I think the beauty of this system is is that obviously it's got my fingerprints all over it, you know, <laughs> like my um knowledge of copy and like what a sales funnel should look like and what kind of follow-up you should have. So yeah, it's got all the templates and everything. It's all been, um, like specified for walkers, for sitters, for groomers, for trainers, for doggy daycares. Um, and, uh, and, and yeah, we're really excited about it. We've got a, um, just very quickly, Colin, I'm tell you about the, the AI capabilities. Remember I said you wanted to, um, yeah, just very, very quickly. Obviously AI is like, it's on fire, isn't it? <laughs> you know, and you guys have talked about various different ways you can plug it into your business and stuff. And, and it's been fantastic help. And no doubt you'll be doing an episode like that every, Two months because it's <laughs> it's just at this rate. <laughs> yes. Yeah, for, for sure, you know. But there's safe to say there's a lot of ways you can leverage leverage this in your business. And the system that, that we've got, Petbiz Suite, um, which is built on um high level, that has loads of AI capabilities already built into it. So with um like an AI-powered chatbot on the homepage, you know, that will have a conversation with a website visitor, um, find out what their problems are. Point them in the right, get their contact details. Point them in the right direction. Book an appointment. All this kind of thing. Also with content creation, it's got this stuff built in there as well to help with social media, uh, to help with blogging, um, other articles and stuff that you want to write. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it, it, it's it's. I'm really excited about this. I've, it, this is it's kind of the most excited I've been about my business since maybe it's 2017 when I f- sort of fully transitioned from, uh, you know training and walking business adventure business to becoming a coach you know it's like a big transition for me this is another one um and yeah i think it's gonna i think it's gonna help people unleash their potential a lot more in in the business and make scaling and uh, a whole lot easier
0: well, I, that's very interesting about the AI feature because when you think – when people are listening to us talk about CRMs, the importance of having high-quality content, the importance of having things to produce and send out to people, we've got to – now, it turns into a content machine. Now, I've got to be pumping these things out. Well, if we have something – if you've got a little robot over here that's going to be making things for you that you take and tweak and adapt yourself, like that that's an important aspect of this, like still tweaking and adapting it. But now – The, the burden that many people may feel like, Oh, I've got to come up with how much in a funnel. I've got to do how much with this. Like, Oh my gosh. Like, I got that all pretty much goes away with a click or two of a button and some light editing, you have some content to push out and to make for people that's targeted at these specific groups really does help you be a lot more produ- productive in in your business. And especially now you've got this whole system, you can see how you can go, okay, there was a lot on my plate before. Most of that's been taking off. Now, I still have work to do. I still have to put stuff into this and get it set up and manage it, but
1: I'm going to get a big payoff at the end from it. Yeah, absolutely. Without a doubt, there's there's a, there's a bit of work to do before, you know, I mean, in this instance, like, like when I, when I first had my, um, when I first signed up to my, uh, first crm system like there was nothing in there (laughs) i had to put like everything in there and by the time it came to leave it was like unbelievable the amount of stuff that we had in there but with this yeah we got a lot of stuff is now like templated you know so it's just literally fill in the blank stuff um and yeah the the prompts and everything are all there for the for the ai generated stuff um so yeah so like personalization you know automated really like, just take it, taking the stress off the, of, of all these repetitive tasks, um, that we need to happen in the business for a grown business. I will say, Colin, like I said at the start, being tr- truthfully honest, you know, a lot of people, this isn't, won't be right for you yet. You know, you don't need anything like this just yet. You know, you'll be just fine doing what you're doing with your, with your MailChimp. But, you know, if you're, if you're pushing over six figures, six figures is on the horizon or you're well beyond that, um, you and you have you know ambitions to grow bigger as well, and you don't have anything like this plugged into your system. Then you you know it's a real false economy.
0: Yeah, it really is. When you start seeing those pain points that we talked about, we start going, "Okay, now I need to go find find solutions for this." And and so this sounds this sounds really fantastic, Dom. I'm really excited to, to hear about this because it's it's something that a lot of people don't think is either attainable or necessary to their businesses. Mm. Because again, it's this big, scary. What does it mean? How does it how does it work? What can it do for me? Kind of thing. So having something that's that's built in and 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 you know you've been working on this for for a while. It sounds like making sure that it's nailed down. Uh, really, that just sounds really fantastic
1: yeah yeah we're, we're like i said we're, we're super excited you know it's been a ton of work um it's gonna be a ton of work as well for like the next you know three four months until we um we you know we do like our first kind of rollout you know the first major rollout we're already rolling it out but oh, sure. the first kind of major um rollout um yeah and then actually i forgot to mention too this is why it's like it's why i'm i'm, I'm another reason i'm really excited about it is is this the ongoing stuff too. So okay. you you be you're familiar with um did we send you a copy of my calendar that I produced at Christmas? Did you guys yes. get a copy of that Yes, yeah, 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 we did get your calendar. My yeah. promotional calendar, yeah? yeah. So that's something that I produced for my for my clients and it's got like a bunch of promotional ideas in, you know, every month to promotions and stuff to, to to sell your services and upsells and all this kind of thing, you know? Um well, with with using like that as like a a baseline sort of template really, I'm able to produce and put into the system emails, <laughs> social media posts, and stuff like that. So it's already in there. So this stuff lands in there, you know, like every month, every other month on an ongoing basis. So you don't just have a system for dealing with the influx of clients you've got now, you know. You've got, like, a continuous um, pipeline of, of content and promotions and offers and stuff to put out there that's relevant to the client, interesting, and, yeah, just into all these sort of follow up pain points we talked about.
0: Yeah, again, how, how do I? It's, it's the okay. I need to do something with the new people coming into my company, but I also have to have this conversation with existing clients, and I have to continue to give them stuff and have an interaction with them. So that that kind of extra content really goes a long way.
1: Absolutely, and and, and this is something that you, you know. I mean, you you guys do a lot of content. I do a lot of content, yeah. <laughs> but a lot, yeah. a lot of people struggle with content. You know, they struggle with it. You know, they struggle. What do I say? And someone just asked in your group today about. Um, about price, you know, what 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 do I say if I want to do a price increase? And you help them out, dead easy answer. But, like, ongoing from that, like, what do I talk about this week? What do I talk about next week? You know, and because like I'm like a content machine, you know, like it didn't feel like a problem to me, but I know it's a massive problem for people, you know, because they just, they don't know how to do it. They don't know how to get the ideas or they haven't got time. Or maybe they don't even have any interest in it, you know, and that's totally fine too. (laughs) Well, maybe their interests are in, you know, growing the team and nurturing the team and, you, you know, all the, all these other different things, you know, we all can't be good at everything. This is why I have, my operations managers, my wife, who's good at all the things that I'm not very good at, you know, because <laughs> my business wouldn't work otherwise.
0: Right. Yeah. And recognizing going, okay, I may not like this, but that doesn't mean it's not important to a healthy company, yeah. to help a healthy sure. running business. That That's really important. And we as the business owners have to decide, okay, this is not my interest. It's not my wheelhouse. These are pain points that I'm having. What's my solution, right? Because I, it, it is important to continue to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, it's hugely important. It's hugely important. Like I said, especially if Like for the guys listening who are in like growing mode, you know, you're in growth mode, you're at that stage where like, you know, you've got that momentum, you know, you've sorted out your message, you've got a brand identity, you've got a reputation, you've got systems and stuff in place for your staffing. Now it's probably really just a question of like, how big do I want to grow, you know? And that's an important question you need to ask as well, because the bigger you grow, you know, the bigger responsibilities and stuff like that. But if you're in a position where you are, you know the business is rocking and rolling, and you're you're like okay, like let's just like put our foot to the floor here and like see what the hell we can achieve because like we're having a lot of fun and we're impacting a lot of lives at the same time. Um, if if you're at that stage, then this becomes like like I said, it's like it's almost like an engine column. So the the other name that we had for it was PetBiz Engine, but I went with PetBiz Suite it's gonna be like a suite of. Products, you know, some offline stuff too, newsletter templates, postcards, all these different things. But it's really like a sales engine for your business that's going to drive your business forward. Now you have me thinking about what's what what, what you're gonna come
0: out with and call it pet biz engine. I'm, I'm I'm curious what the what the next release is gonna be.
1: <laughs> no, no, it's all it's we went over this. It's <laughs> pet biz suite. TM 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 <laughs> right? It's let's <laughs> well, steal it. Yeah.
0: Dom, thank you so much for coming on the show today and breaking down how we can foster these relationships with our clients and with potential clients. So we stay top of mind. We find that hidden money. In our companies through this kind of content and your exciting announcement about Petbiz Suite. Uh, if people want to learn more about this, pick your brain and and, and dive deep into Petbiz Suite and everything that it has to offer, how can people do that?
1: Yeah, they can go to petbizsuite.net for now. So P-E-T-B-I-Z-S-U-I-T-E dot net. Um, they can sign up for a 14-day free. Uh, trial of the software, so you can see exactly how it works. And there's a lot in there, but what we've done is we we kind of chunked it down so you can quickly, you know, create a landing page or you can quickly create a home page. You can quickly get some of these automations plugged in and see how effective it can be, um, even just in 14 days. There's also be a there's also a webinar on there as well where you can kind of see a bit more about exactly what it is and the behind the scenes and the kind of key areas that it can help you with in your business. Yeah, if anybody wants to know more about the coaching, they can go to petbusinessmarketing.com. But yeah, all, all of the Pet Biz Suite uh, details, The free trial, webinar, um, and all the other stuff that we have on there, too. Go to PetBizSuite.net.
0: Awesome. Well, I will have those links in the show notes, Dom, and along with everything else we've discussed here. um, It's always a pleasure. So thank you so much for coming on and sharing, uh, and I'm always excited to see everything that you have going on.
1: Yeah, and thanks again for inviting me on, Colin. It's always an absolute pleasure to talk to you. I'm hoping hoping that we can uh, hook up sometime next year if – on one of my trips to the stateside, so uh, yeah, let's let's try and make that happen.
0: We 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 will, uh, and that'll be a lot of fun. I'm looking looking forward to that. Thank you. <laughs> Take care. My biggest takeaway from my conversation with Dom was whether you decide to use a formal CRM program or not. As business owners, we should be finding ways to better foster the relationships with existing clients because it's true. Servicing an existing client is way more cost effective than going out and trying to find a brand new client to take their place. Additionally, as Dom talked about, you have clients who would be willing to give you more money, to spend more with you, if only they knew of those options. At the foundation of everything that we do in the pet service industry is and are relationships. We are people-focused, passionate pet people. We want to be able to serve people with excellence well by taking care of their pets in the best way possible. Find ways to get connected with your clients in a more deeper and a more meaningful way. And that system, whatever that is, through email, through text, through postcard, through phone conversations, get connected with your clients so you can understand exactly what they are looking for and how you can serve them better. We want to thank today's sponsors, Time to Pet and the National Association of Professional Pet Sitters. Don't forget about that early bird registration. And if you attended last year's conference, you get a discount too, but that's only good through the August 31st. Thank you so much for listening. We can't tell you how much we appreciate you and your time and attention that you give us. We hope you have a wonderful rest of your week, and we'll be back again soon.